0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's episode. Before we get going, I just wanted to give you guys, the supporters, the listeners, the viewers on YouTube, a big shout-out for supporting the podcast at this point. Without you, obviously, this would be pointless, and I would just be talking to nobody. So, I'm glad that you found some value in what I've been sharing. Um, You know, it's a tough time for everybody, and, and I just appreciate you guys choosing to spend some of your time each and every day listening to our podcast and... And Whether it be audio or YouTube or wherever you're listening to podcasts, thank you so much for for choosing to listen to ours. Uh, With that said, today's episode, uh, we have a guest on the show that you guys may recognize and and notice from TV. He's actually a very down-to-earth guy and I am so grateful that he was willing to take a few minutes to share his story and a little bit of his background with us. I think you guys might get something out of it and, you know, I want to see if you guys react to two episodes a week. I may be moving to that in the future. This is our second episode this week. So if you're able to tune in on Wednesday, we dropped a bonus episode as well. Uh, This one's going to be a little more low key, I would say, uh, than that episode. But with all things considered, I want to hear from you guys. So swing on over to our YouTube page. uh, Drop in the comments what you think about two episodes a week. If you're tuning in every Friday, Uh, thank you so much moving forward we'll still have Friday episodes Um, so uh, just know that we are not slowing down everything is moving forward bigger and better from here on out so stay tuned give us a thumbs up smash the subscribe button you know what to do with that said here is today's episode What's up everybody welcome to another episode of the podcast today's guest I'm super excited for he is the voice you hear in the booth doing play-by-play on all winter X snowboarding events he's also heavily involved with uh, summer X games as well doing various projects for them he is now running a web series on YouTube called Brando's World of X please welcome to all the best things Brandon Graham Brandon welcome to the show
1: Jake thank you for having me man appreciate the
0: the opportunity (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, first off, let's tell the audience a little bit about who you are and your background in action sports. Were you ever uh, an aspiring professional yourself in any of the disciplines, or are you just a diehard fan with the passion to to make everyone's living room light up when you're on the call? Uh,
1: yes, yes, to both. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I definitely grew up. <clears throat> I grew up probably as a lot of kids skateboarding surfing, snowboarding, uh, wanting so badly yeah. to, to just do it in all of my free time. Never thought that I'd be professional uh, by any sure. means. Um, but, yeah, probably right around my teenage years, I, I really kind of got this desire to, like, get into broadcasting as well. And I, I never thought that those two passions could, like, okay. potentially merge. Um, but then through sort of a chance encounter, meeting Sal Masakela at an X Games at a young age, I saw, I was like, oh my gosh, this, there is, this is attainable, but I just thought it was Sal, you know, and I'm like, I don't know if there could be another Sal, but I want to do something like this. And uh, that's really what kind of got me on my route to where I am today.
0: I love it. And uh, we're shooting your house for a few months. And much like many of us, you've probably had to find creative ways to pass the time seeing that. You're not out on the road as much as you have been. What's it been like the last five or six months with being home with the wife and kid and just having more family time? And I'm sure the honeydew list is growing daily for you. How's that been? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I, I was like really looking forward to just taking some time away from traveling because I'm, I'm out at least once a month. And uh, I've got a two-and-a-half-year-old daughter here at home. So just being able to be home this consistently, uh, one, my wife was over the moon because that meant she uh, was getting some help. Uh, <laughs> but uh, now as time has gone by, I think she's sort of sick of me being home all the time. So she's like, you know, what's the deal? Is, are we going to have a Winter X Games or what? Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, but it's all good. Yeah, no, just the quality home time, like, as you said, Jake, like being able to hang with the family is just something I haven't been able to do you know, regularly without sort of any interruption for for so long. So this has been nice to just not have to get on an airplane.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and with your job, uh, ESPN X Games, you've got the opportunity to travel all over the world, really, to host cities like uh, you've been to Munich. uh, You've been to, obviously, Aspen, Austin in the past, Minneapolis. I know I'm leaving some out here. Shanghai, China. Um, where else have you been? Where else are, is X Games allowing you the opportunity to kind of to see and embrace?
1: Beautiful pronunciation of Shanghai, China. Uh, yeah, we've, we've, we've gotten to go everywhere. As you said, you listed all those great places. Um, we got to go to Brazil, um, Munich, awesome. Germany, Norway. We've done three oh. or four years, uh, yeah. which is just amazing. Um, we've done it in downtown Oslo proper and out in Lillehammer. Uh, okay. at a resort. Uh, so yeah, again, it, without X Games, um, I wouldn't be able to travel to these places on my own. So that's amazing in and of itself. Selfishly, you know, getting to travel the globe uh, has been, you know, life changing. Right. But uh, to, to to your original question, being able to travel everywhere, um, you just get to see how powerful and how global the X Games brand is you know this property is just universally known so it's it's so cool to go into these different places and everyone knows what x games is
0: yeah yeah absolutely and one of your uh, partners in the booth there for winter x craig mcmorris you guys together are like an electric factory you bring the (laughs) energy and you're always you're always making things so hyped and I, i i find it hard on my end to not be stoked when someone drops into the super pipe or someone hits that slope style, uh, run. What, what has been the cause, I guess, or the root of the born in the booth boys? Like where, where is that that started?
1: <laughs> Ooh, I might trademark that. You know, we've had booth boys for a long time, but born in the booth, that's got a that's got I, I'm getting that's a tank top right there, waiting to happen. Um, yeah, yeah, dude. It's it's. Uh, I'm, I really appreciate you saying that, and I think Craig would too. It's uh, before anything else, before you know, being on TV or mm-hmm. you know, a contest or anything like that. I, it's it's truly it's a it's a really strong bond, a really close knit friendship, and sure. I think Craig and I have always hoped that that would shine through. Um, and I think that it does and we do have fun and we do our, thank God our bosses allow us to be a little bit loose. Um, yeah. and I think that's also the nature of what, of what we do, right. It's not golf. It's not tennis. Uh, we can have a little mm-hmm. fun and we can, you know, reference Drake or Migos or a Will Ferrell movie. And, uh, and yeah. you know, it's just, everything's sort of like green lit within reason. Um, yeah. but I, you know, it's not work when you get to work with one of your best friends and, uh, and Craig and I, it's just, it's always fun. And, and I can honestly say, I, I miss them, man. I'm, I, miss, uh, I miss not being in the booth with them. I miss not just uh, hanging out with them at events.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And with that said, I, this is mostly from my own personal knowledge. How do you and Craig alike, or anyone you shared the booth with, how do you guys rattle off the names of some of these tricks that they're doing? Like on the spot, there's not a hesitation. How do you guys learn the in and out of what the tricks are called and how to, like, recognize the difference between, say, a 1080 and a 6th and like that?
1: Right. Yeah, we, we well, especially now, uh, the rotations are happening so quick. Um, you know, obviously, we can tell now double, yeah. double corks to triple corks and certainly quads. Um, but to your question, yeah. I mean, there are times where we think something – you know, might be a 12 and it ends up being a 14 because of how quickly um, they're churning or spinning. And Craig's so good. I mean, I I literally, I like to say I have the easiest job because to me, it's very, very little trick calling. Um, It's more so just kind of Mm -hmm. setting everything up and, you know, scores and and kind of just always just painting the picture of the scene in front of you. And Craig's really the one. That's got to be on it uh, when it comes to the trick calling. But, but to your point, stuff is just progressing so much and so rapidly. Take an event like uh, Knucklehawk, for instance, which has quickly become mm-hmm. a favorite of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not even the athletes, I think, necessarily know the names of these tricks that they're doing. Right. Um, so a lot of times we just sit there and we're like, I don't know what that was, but I want to see a replay of it. 11 times you know so um, and the thing also you have to realize is the reality is is like the core audience who is a snowboarder or say a skateboarder on that side yeah they'll they'll grill you in the comment section if um, if you mess up a trick but um, a large majority of our audience our espn or abc watching audience they, they don't know these tricks, and even if we get really technical, it actually is probably a little bit tougher for them to kind of wrap their heads around. So it's finding that balancing act of making sure we're correctly identifying the tricks, but not so much so that we're somehow, like, cool-guying out, you know, a casual television audience that maybe is sort of interested but doesn't want to feel intimidated.
0: Yeah, so sorry about that. A um, little bit of a glitch there, but we'll, we'll move forward. Um, what is a piece of advice or maybe a lesson you could share with some of our audience in terms of maybe they want to be in your seat someday? You said that you bumped into Sal Masekela years ago, and, and he kind of inspired you through conversation just to, to kind of do what he does. What if there's someone watching right now that, that wants to do what you do and, and is passionate about action sports? How, what is some advice you would share to them?
1: yeah i would say literally do this i mean what we're doing right now this is free you know yeah. to like re- reach out to anybody if, if it's an interview that you want to catch it's like jump in the dms you know go out and reach out to people and and you know just you'd be shocked at, at how open people might be for an opportunity to just talk shop with someone so I, I just I think now it's like the power is in your hands, truly, like you don't have to worry about, oh well, I really want to get on air, but like, how do I talk to i don't know anyone at this network or whatever it's like if you're doing this and you're passionate about it, whether it's you know YouTube or Instagram or whatever your platform of choice is, it's like finally tune that craft and And then now you've got the content to either, you know, distribute independently or now you can send these links to the powers that be like, hey, I want to do this for ESPN or this for Fox or this for NBC Sports or whatever. Now you can go, hey, check this out. Check out this I did, this I did, this I did, this interview. And it's like, that's so incredible because I didn't, when I was getting going, like I didn't think to, I didn't think in those terms and YouTube was still sort of like in its infancy. Uh, and social media wasn't what isn't what it was or wasn't what it is today, so I think it's just so powerful to like take the bull by the horns now, you know.
0: Absolutely, right there. Uh, switching gears a little bit. This is the All the Best Things podcast. I have a question for you in terms of all the best things. What is your favorite thing or the best thing about X Games? Be winter or. Your experience as a whole with X Games. What's what's the best part of it?
1: Oh man, it's uh, honestly, as we hit on earlier, just getting to travel, getting to travel the world. I, like yeah. I said, I, I wouldn't have this opportunity if not for this job. So I think getting to travel to different places, experiencing different cultures, um, just meeting different people is is something that I'm forever grateful for, and it's really such a blessing um like i said to call this work but to be able to travel with you know between the athletes and our broadcast team and some of the behind the scenes people from espn let's just say you know 100 plus of your friends um and you go and experience these different places together um nothing beats that for me yeah
0: yeah definitely a huge huge favorite of mine Um, Let's get a little bit more personal with you, and this is fun. You do, Brandon's – I believe you call it the hot box on Brando's World of X mm-hmm. uh, web series you do. I'm not going to do quite as many questions, but I'm just going to a- ask a couple questions, and you just give me straight-up answers. That's, that's pretty much what we're aiming for. Yeah, here, so. yeah.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm game.
0: Let's go. Okay, favorite food on the road?
1: No, no matter
0: where you're – it could be yeah. Chinese. It could be wherever you're at. Favorite food
1: yeah, I'll never, I'll never turn down uh, chicken wings if a place has got, got to go wings.
0: Okay, all right. What is uh, something you – I know you may not have a whole lot of spare time when you're on the road, but what's something you do in your spare time to kind of pass the time?
1: Mm, uh, just literally no matter what, Netflix is always open on my laptop. So some movie, some series, I got to catch up on Netflix right. always.
0: What's your series of choice right now,
1: dude? I I feel like I've fit. I've literally gone through everything. Um, we just finished. Uh, I'm trying to think. I I won't tell you what we've finished, but I'll say my favorite thing still to this day, through it all, uh, is the last dance. The Michael Jordan doc is still my my favorite uh, content of choice during this pandemic.
0: Yeah. Love it. Love it. And now that you're home and having more time at home, how is, uh, how is spending time with the wife and kid? Like what are some things that you now appreciate that maybe you were missing out on when you were traveling so much? Maybe you were taken.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, well, the cool thing is is I watched my daughter go from being two years old to two and a half. And like that jump, you don't think about it that much, but like that six month jump is insane. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess um, it was really sweet to start having conversations with my daughter at the beginning of quarantine, um, but now she is um, getting extremely sassy, and she's got a little bit of a, a diva-ness to her that she didn't have six months ago. So um, I had no idea I was right. in store for that.
0: I love it. I love it. Always keeping you on your... Yeah. All right. So last question that I'll have before we kind of uh, send you on your way, before I take up too much of your afternoon, you host the web series, Brando's World of X. You've had guests on like Pastrana and uh, Ricky Carmichael. Ryan Williams is the most recent episode that's dropped. Can you drop a few names for future episodes, future content?
1: Yeah. 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 Thanks, man. Yeah. Thank you for the plug. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun to go one-on-one with athletes and, and really do deep dives a lot like, a lot like your show. Uh, yeah we just wrapped an amazing yeah. conversation with uh, Mikey Taylor, who's a former pro skateboarder turned like financial guru real estate investment guy and uh, we 've probably done fifteen episodes and this is uh, this is by far my favorite, um, not just because i 've known Mikey for a long time, but it 's just just the conversation and the flow and where we go with it and his insight on so many different things so um, that one. Uh, if it hasn't hit already, uh, it will be a Brando's World of X Games on uh, the X Games YouTube channel. So I'm really excited for that one.
0: Okay, excellent. Well, like I said, that was kind of the last question we had for you. Is there anything that you want to leave us with? Any last thoughts that maybe have been stewing in your head during this conversation?
1: Yeah, you know what? I, I think um, ultimately, I, and again, I, I don't want to get um, too altruistic here but but i do believe like the, the best days are ahead and uh yeah. i get asked that a lot like owens oh, you know obviously we had to cancel summer x games as so many sports have, have had to be canceled sure um when's it coming back or what are you guys gonna do and um i i just i truly believe right. that uh that it's darkest before the dawn and i i think uh really good days are ahead and uh i don't know what the new normal is going to look like but i think we'll all collectively get there and, and I'm excited um, to be hanging out with people again and, and uh, putting on events in, in front of an audience man I, I look forward to that day.
0: Absolutely. Well you bring the positivity and always have high energy when you're in the booth. I appreciate you taking the time out of your afternoon to kind of sit down and just and just talk shop. So uh, with that said everybody that was Brandon Graham and you can Instagram pretty much all the social media uh pro uh, platforms and then check out make sure to check out those world of x on youtube on the x games channel too with that said brandon thank you again for tuning in um yeah thank you so much
1: thanks jake have a great one man yeah you too